They got problems on problems on problems on problems on problems on problems that solve them. I run through the money, the pressure be calling. Hey guys, welcome back to Fitness Driven Podcast. I'm here with my wife, Tara. This is the 50th episode of the Fitness Driven Podcast, and we wanted to share our top three habits we wish we had entering our fitness journey. So with that said, let's get started. I wanted to start out with the first one that we've kind of we came up with uh, together was to move every single day. And um, I wanted to get your thoughts first on what, why that's so important for you now and, and, and why you wish you would have had that early on to your journey. Yeah, I think before I was too critical of myself and what it meant to, uh, to move every day. So like I had to come and do CrossFit or I had to do something so high intensity. But now that I've basically rewired that into thinking just do something something is better than nothing yeah there's been such profound benefits for me just making myself and kind of lowering what that expectation was because that breaks down the barrier of me saying to myself I don't have enough time or I'm too sore or I'm too tired Uh And just putting on the timer for 45 minutes and saying, go do something, it might look different every time. And of course, it's more fun if I get to come in here and hang out with my friends and do it. But before, what would happen is I just wouldn't do anything on those off days where I wasn't in here. So I could make it in here three days. Every other day, I was just at work and then couch potato life. So, So, yeah, so let's stay on that. Can you... Can you give uh, some examples of non-CrossFit stuff that you did that allows you to move every single day? So this summer when my mom moved here in June, we actually implemented that every morning we're going to swim. So Mm -hmm. we did that consistently every single day Mm -hmm. for 45 minutes up until that first week in October where it started to dip a little bit down for temperature and we just moved to walking. So now even this morning... I went for a 45-minute walk, and what's interesting is we have Lucas with us, and Mm -hmm. some days he doesn't want to walk, and some days he's running. So today he just completely stopped and wanted to play with rocks, and so he was sitting there. So what I did, and my mom kept walking, right? and she went on our, you know, she made it the whole two-mile loop that we usually do, but what I did is I just found a rock, and I was just doing step-ups that whole time. So For 45 minutes. Yeah. I just So in my mind, I didn't get mad at Lucas. I wasn't trying to grab him and like make him walk with me. I wasn't getting frustrated. I just found a way to keep moving. So some days, I might do walking lunges. There was a day where I just was in the grass doing sit-ups and some plank work. So I just tell myself, it's just 45 minutes, just do something, keep moving. And it helps me tune into my body because I know I'm going to do something for 45 minutes. What's going to be beneficial to me in that 45 minutes? And so some days, like the day I did planks, I was like, oh, I haven't done core work in a a few days. It's going to feel really good for me to bust out some planks right now. So it's helped me tune into my body more and see on a day-to-day basis what my body needs. So how does that how does that uh, habit carry for the rest of your day? Oh man, that's been a game changer for me to start out my day with exercise, and our our workouts are always outside too, which makes a big difference. Um, I'm way more productive. Mm-hmm. 
in my day, my mind, usually before I'd wake up and I just automatically had kind of like panic or anxiety. And there's still some mornings that I have that, but as soon as I'm done with that walk or that workout, I am relaxed, I'm able to breathe, I'm able to plan the rest of my day so much more effectively. Right. What about for you? Jeez, for me. Yeah, I, I, I think I... It's almost it's kind of the same same lines as you. I think uh, for a long time I labeled my exercise as just one one thing. It was always CrossFit for me, and if it wasn't CrossFit, it wasn't working out. Now the problem with that is just like what you said. I'd come in beat. Like there'd be days where I couldn't, I can't move my leg because it's just too sore, or my arms because it's just too sore. So I'd implement those rest days, but the problem with my rest days was I'd be in a bad mood. Right. Right. And you'd have, we'd have conversations where you'd be like, dude, you need to go work out. And I was like, it's my rest day. He's like, but you're, you're crabby. (laughs) (laughs) So, so implementing just movement into my game actually increased my mood. And, And if my mood was better, man, I'm just more productive I'm making people happier, right? And it didn't have to be just high intensity. A lot of times lately, it's just be me walking. Right. And it's an interesting concept, but I didn't realize just walking had some massive impacts, not only in my mood, but also my physique. I think moving every single day allowed me to lose the body fat, the weight, uh, easier mm-hmm. right? I, I wish I would have implemented just moving every day I didn't realize how easy it is for my body to really really change and adapt because I've done it also the other way I've done the two a days with CrossFit and got pretty good shape but this way I'm like man you were so much more beat up that yeah, way was so well, you can yeah. do it but yeah the length of time is maybe 30 days and it's so it's not sustainable for long term yeah it's not sustainable for long term at least for me now for some it might um and it's the the amount of post stress like physically and mentally allowed me to not really thrive in what i do which is which is running my business so um just moving every day is a game changer and it allowed me also to kind of diversify my movements i was like i definitely can't crossfit what else is on the what else is on the books? So it allowed me to do yoga with you. Yep. So we spent some time doing yoga that I've that I've never really would have thought of would would, would really, really improve just my well being. So walking, yoga. Man, I even took Pilates the other day and I thought it was mm-hmm. game changer. Um, man, that's that's an entirely separate topic. There's it's such a beautiful movement, such a beautiful uh um vessel for change so i'm really excited about that so uh, let's talk about another one that that i really didn't really include in my game in fact i kind of thought it was a joke (laughs) for a long time because i just i just refused to do it i thought it was just like no it's poison but it's not so let's unpack that in, in the topic or the uh, habit is drinking a gallon of water every single day. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about a gallon yeah. of water really quick. Yeah. 
That's so interesting because you were so against drinking water. I mean, mm-hmm. you would have a headache and I would ask you what you drink and you were just saying basically bang drinks and coffee and you had a headache and you weren't feeling well. So mm-hmm. I have been aware of my water intake, but not consistent with it. And I don't think that I was ever getting to a gallon. And for me, because I'm moving more, mm-hmm. a gallon is appropriate. Right. Like it might not be appropriate for everyone to start with a gallon if you're not moving. But for me, I needed to be obviously having that much because now I'm really seeing such a difference in my skin, my energy. It's also been helping my appetite and me being able to regulate and understand, am I hungry? Am I thirsty? Really tuning into that. So I've liked the gallon of water, but that was hard at the beginning, the first few days to time it just right to right. make sure that you weren't trying to chug a half a gallon at 7 p.m. Yes. So it's something that I had to think about more consciously throughout my day and mm-hmm. plan. But now I know at noon I already need to be at my halfway point. And so it kind of helps me if I can look at a full day and know where I'm supposed to be at. But I'm, I'm loving the water. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, this was a... <laughs> Water was a massive game changer for me, and similar similar uh, effects from from what you experienced. Number one, my energy. Mm-hmm. Right, I thought I I relied on caffeine as my source of liquid, and uh, I just realized I was just really really dehydrated. So just drinking water consistently throughout the day, I just felt like I was I had more energy intellectually, but also more energy physically. Feel like I was able to do more physically because of probably because I had water in my body. Yeah. Um, the other the other side of it was the recovery aspect. So as far as recovery, I was able to. I felt like I I feel like I can move every single day without being sore, mm-hmm. which is really interesting to me. And 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 as I as I kind of just do it more often, it, it's it's a no brainer. It makes sense. Um. Obviously, the other thing is is the appetite. I'd normally just constantly eat at the end of the night because I just you think you're hungry the entire time, but really you're just thirsty. Yeah. So uh, it allowed me to control my portion sizes. Actually, I would eat double, triple, four, which is a which is a lot for an average person. So um, that really really changed my eating habits as well. Um, I'm thinking of one more thing. Oh, Jesus, my di- my digestive system. Mm-hmm. So um, it was hard for me to digest things and, and, and just the bowels. My bowels are just so much more, what, what, what's the word? Normal? Yeah. You just right? have normal bowel movements. I have movements, normal bowel yeah. movements because I'm actually digesting correctly and it's better on my stomach. Um, so it's just, it, it's interesting. I wish I would have included it way earlier. I feel like I would have had some pretty, pretty significant changes early on. Yeah. And so. I know that we've been told before how important it is even, and what I was thinking of is anytime we've ever had body work done, mm-hmm. We could probably talk to Corey about this for days, but the difference that he feels when he's working on an athlete 
and their oh, muscles yeah. when they're hydrated versus not and how big of an effect that makes on yeah. your ability to recover. So we've heard about it and I remember hearing that before when I've had body work done certain days where they'd be working on me and be like, Oh, you're really hydrated today. Right. And, but it never registered to me that the benefit of doing that consistently every day would be like you said, you're not as sore, you're able to recover better. So it does make such a huge difference. I think that's kind of one of the main reasons people don't drink that gallon of water because there, there isn't that instant change. Right right away they're not able to feel that difference yeah you're just like oh my god my joints are better over a course of a day or two days it has to be done consistently has to be done every single day because it takes a long time for that to actually occur so Mm -hmm. uh yeah that's part that's probably why most just refuse to they just don't see the significant impact why would i drink a gallon of water when i'm not gonna lose 10 pounds right away right where i'm like, I, I don't even feel sore. Why would I even drink water? So it's a really interesting thing. So that's kind of my thoughts behind it at first. So let's talk about the third one. I think this is a, a really cool one that we've both recently implemented. And, um, and that's about scheduling self-care into your calendar. Yep. So let's unpack that real quick. Yeah, so in my week, how that looks is on Mondays or on Sundays when I look through my calendar, instead of focusing on just my work obligations, I try and schedule out my self-care first, and that can be varied from day to day and from week to week. So I might think, okay, part of my self-care this week is that I need to see friends Because especially in the last few months, there's been weeks where, I mean, it's just been the three of us and I haven't Mm -hmm. gotten to see a lot of people. So making sure that part of my self-care is doing something fun with friends. So scheduling to have girlfriends over and we have like a crafting night and it's just us and, you know, without Lucas, without you, like Mm -hmm. just time with my friends can be part of my self-care. So actually putting that on the calendar and making it a priority But also part of that for me too would be doing yoga, doing recovery work just by myself, reading. So all of those things I try and put first in my week and make sure before my calendar was just completely booked with all work things and task, task, task. And of course I was going crazy because there was no time in there for myself. So putting that mm-hmm. first. That's kind of that's kind of my story with it as well. I mean, it was a little bit more frequent with my workouts, but it was always sporadic. Now, with man, just just scheduling yourself first was just a major game changer for me. So I treated it like it was one of my appointments. Right. It was like an appointment with my client. Well, it was like, no, I can't. That's that's my workout time. That's my self-care time. Because if I take care of myself first, then I can really, really take care of you. So um, I wish I would have implemented that f- a long time ago because the amount of productivity that I can handle now because I'm happier, because I'm healthier, is so much more significant. So it, 
I highly recommend if you guys are listening that when you look at your calendar, ask yourself, did I schedule anything for myself first? And if you don't, you really should put that down first and then move everything else around. So um, that was a major life-changing moment for me the moment I started to implement that first. People will look at my calendar now and they're like, oh my God, you have more self-care than actually work. And it's really interesting for for them to look at because do you think you'd be moving further if you applied more work into your schedule? But you're not. (laughs) So, So by doubling down on the stuff that really, really puts yourself first, obviously stuff that's going to make you healthier and happier um, will make you just more productive. So, uh, and, and I'm constantly trying to up-level that. I don't know if you're constantly up-leveling it, but I'm always trying to up-level that. I'm like, man, there's more stress now that I'm doing all of these things. What do I need to do up here that's going to allow me to support this type of capacity? Does that make sense? Yeah. I think I'm always changing and some of it I had to do a lot of thought work around because there's a lot of guilt mm-hmm. associated with if you, if somebody knows, like you said, if somebody looks at your calendar and is like, whoa, you're doing a lot of self-care, you're not doing a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And I would get, I think comments like that when I was at the gym without Lucas and that was part of my self-care is coming here when he's yeah. not here and being able to work out and people... They don't, they were not, I'm sure, meaning it in this way. They just literally want to know where Lucas is, but they're like, where's Lucas? And I'm like, right. He's not with me right now. Like, this is me time. But that would make me feel kind of guilty. So, kind of changing my thoughts around that or knowing in my eight hour work day, yeah, I don't need to be working all those eight hours. (laughs) I need to take some of that time for myself. And then what ends up happening is I'll get like a two hour chunk. Mm -hmm. where I just have no distractions and I get so much more work done. So it does the, like the actually focus time is so much more intense that I can get a lot more work done. Yeah. So I, 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 I agree with you. It's like, it's like you're going into a workout and then you're thinking that, Oh no, I should probably be doing these emails or no, I should be hanging out with my family because you didn't put it in there or you could be working and you're like oh no I should be actually working out or I should actually be hanging out with my family mm-hmm. vice versa it's so you never really get to enjoy any of them it's like you're having steak and chocolate at the same time and you're not I mean they're they're both awesome but you're never yeah. together. You're like, ah, it's just chocolate and steak at the same time. You never won't really get to enjoy it. So by putting self-care actually in there, you know you're all in. You know you're all present. I was like, no, this is for me. This is, this is it. And then I have my work stuff. And I'm like, no, this is all work. I'm going to answer my emails. I'm going to do these major projects. It's going to allow to pivot my career further. And then you just, you're just happier that way. I'll also say that part of self-care is setting boundaries. So before, I would be grading on my phone, which is cool that I can, you know, work from my phone, but also Mm -hmm. that's not a great thing because I'd be doing it while I was watching Lucas. And I'm thinking, like, I am, like, 
you know, Superman right now at night at 7 p.m. and I'm watching him and he's having fun and I'm grading. Like there was no boundary. So my work week was just being like continuous. I didn't give myself those boundaries and say, now what I do is like, it might be that I only have one hour to grade Mm -hmm. and I will like go full force for that hour because I am like, I am going to do that. So that way when Lucas gets home, I am completely done for the day. Mm -hmm. And then if I still have more to do the next day, then I put it in my next day, but in my work day. So creating that boundary, really single tasking versus thinking, oh yeah, I'm going to be such a great multitasker all day long. I was just doing Mm -hmm. a really bad job at a lot of things at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? That's that's really kind of the nutshell of what that is. So let's summarize the three habits that I wish we've all both have, right? So the first one was move every single day. doesn't matter what it is. It can be CrossFit. It can be Pilates. It can be yoga. It can be swimming. It could be foam rolling. I yep. remember, I forgot about that. Um, the second thing is just make sure you're continuously drinking water. Yep. It's just a game changer health-wise. If you're in it for weight loss, it's probably going to help doing that. Uh, even for strength gains. Yep. Right? Uh, energy. And then the other thing is scheduling your self-care. Making sure that if you are making a to-do list or a calendar list, Make sure you have things that's in it for yourself, whether it's fitness, whether it's relationship time, whether it's uh, family time. Yeah. Make sure to include that in your game, guys. I think it's going to really, really pivot your fitness journey moving forward. Um, If they were to start, what would you recommend? If they were going to start with one, Mm -hmm. the the scheduling self-care. Yes. Yeah, because that's going to free up a lot of time if you can start looking at that calendar and prioritizing yourself. It's going to give you more time to move, and then it's also going to allow you to then start prioritizing self-care, which could part of that could just be getting in enough water, having the time to plan that. So I love that. Yeah. Well, guys, there's your little tip for today. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you guys feel someone else would benefit from it go ahead and share it that's our that's our only fee we want to spread our message to uh to all of nevada if we can and potentially even more in the future so um if you enjoy it subscribe like what else am i missing share i think i said share Punch the like button. I don't think there's a like button. In there. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we'll see you guys soon. Bye. Bye.